0: To a bonus episode of "I Saw What You Did," my name is Millie Decherico. I'm Danielle Henderson, and um, hey, y'all, we're uh, you caught us talking about a television show right at the top? Um, <laughs> I just told Danielle that I just started watching The
1: White Lotus. I know I haven't seen it yet.
0: I don't know what to think of it.
1: Well, I was waiting until the the last episode dropped so that I could binge it, which I think it or I think it just dropped um, yeah. a couple of weeks ago. And, um, so I'm going to binge it this weekend, but I love Mike White in general, me too. but what is this show? Like it's the, res- maybe it's like the resort aspect of it or like the rich people aspect of it. Like I've already watched succession. Do I need to watch this too?
0: <laughs> well, okay. So like to me, okay. I, I love Mike White. I loved enlightened. Okay. Yes. I was, that was, I swear to God, th- one of the only times in my life where a television show got canceled and I like emailed somebody like I emailed some customer service thing. I don't even know what it was to be honest. Um, And you know, I work in the (laughs) same company as HBO, so I don't even know what I was really doing, but I was basically like, I'm pissed off that this show got canceled or whatever. I mean, I was so pissed when that went off there.
1: Yeah, Um, it was a beautiful show.
0: Oh my God. Having said that, There's a part of me that thinks that there is. First of all, I don't know anything about it. I went in completely blind. Um, I just know that Mike White did it. And then I was like, I'm kind of trying to figure out what's going on because part of me thinks it might be kind of like enlightened in the sense that, you know, there's some kind of like rich white person dealing with their spirituality type of shit, like big question type shit. But at the same time, I'm like. Is something creepy about to happen and I don't know it? Like, what is up? Right. Like, it, there's a creepy vibe to it. And I, and I can't explain it.
1: Oh, I'm excited to watch. And then we can talk about it. So I can... Are, have you finished it or have you just started No,
0: it? I'm only on, like, the third episode, I think. Oh, okay.
1: I can catch up to that.
0: But I also <laughs> don't know what it's about. That's, I think, what I'm trying to figure out. Like, what is this show about? Is it a horror thing? Is it an existential... Uh, Meditation. I don't know what's going on. All I know is that there are two teen girls on the show and I fucking hate them. (laughs) (laughs) Plain and simps.
1: Plain and simps. This is what also cracks me up from from the side of things as somebody who, who writes television. Yeah. I cannot tell you how many meetings I've sat in where people are like, well, can we just like amp this up a little bit? Basically, I'm constantly talking to producers who want to deaden the effect of something to make it more easy to explain. So they're looking for things oh. that like, like, well, yeah, you can just watch this and you know what's going on. So it is very surprising to me that a show made it on the air that nobody knows what is happening, but they're watching it anyway.
0: Yeah. So that that's really interesting that you say that any of that, because I feel like there's been this kind of running technique in a lot of TV over the past, I don't know, 10, 15 years where like, I don't know if it's that they're trying to be deep, Mm -hmm. but the, the show itself is very deadened. Like you say, like it's very flat. It's very, you know, like uh, characters sort of don't really reveal themselves quickly. And it, And I'm like, is that because people are thinking that this is deep? I don't know what 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 this is, because it it reminds me of Mad Men. Actually, that's kind of like where I first figured it out. And, you know, I mean, come on. We all love an enigma when it comes to like television characters and blah, blah, blah. But I was like, now everything is like that. Like every show is like that. And I'm like, is that what's happening in the show? Am I waiting for I'm either waiting for like spiritual answers or fucking horror like chaos exactly.
1: <laughs> it's carnage <laughs> and you probably won't find out until like season five what was actually going on yeah that's what people are also going for where it's like oh yeah don't tell us anything in the first two three seasons just keep it going and i'm like wait what <laughs>
0: yeah no and i and i'm sure everybody who's listening right now has already seen it or knows what's going on i have not read i know that there's some thing that happens on the finale, that's a big deal, but I don't know what it is. Like I said, I completely went in blind. So um nice. You know, this will all be null this episode will be null and void by the time it airs. But I'm just saying that like at this current moment, I'm like, I don't know what I'm watching. I'm very puzzled by it. I don't even know if I like it. That's the other thing is that I'm like, am I enjoying this? What am I watching? I love Natasha Rothwell.
1: I fucking love Jennifer Coolidge. Oh, those two just I mean, I have not seen this show, but in general, I adore them. Natasha Natasha Rothwell is so goddamn funny.
0: (laughs) Holy shit. Like, honestly, the funniest. And I was so happy to see her in this because, I again, I didn't know who was in it. And I was like, oh, my God, she's the best. Um, And then Jennifer Coolidge is literally the greatest person on Earth. So I was like, okay, great. They're they're the people that are keeping me invested right now. So hopefully it continues. But
1: my favorite story about Jennifer Coolidge is that she pretended to be twins to date like two different guys at the same time. (laughs) What a genius! She has like the most bonkers stories. Her life has been wild, but yeah, like she at some point in her life pretended to be twins so that she could date like two different dudes. Oh my god!
0: Absolute fucking queen, queen of the night. I love her so much.
1: Well, I this this kind of confusion about like the what am I watching sounds like uh, the kind of confusion you have when you fall asleep in a movie and wake up how's that for a segue (laughs) that's sick (laughs) perfecto um
0: so as you can imagine the mailbag keeps rolling we keep getting emails from people who have fallen asleep in movies who have had weird movie going experiences (laughs) so we're gonna do some more mail um we i don't know i mean it it can't be stopped once you open the floodgates the floodgates
1: deliver right oh yeah keep keep them coming once you open the floodgates the floodgates deliver is i think some like carved on a stone somewhere on the top of the hill <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my god well do you want to read the first one because then i can read the one yeah. after okay cool
1: absolutely um so our first email is from larissa uh, larissa says hiya Love the podcast. I look forward to every Tuesday for a new episode. I wanted to give you one of my funny movie theater experiences, per your request. My mom took me to see one of the Star Wars movies that had come out at the time, and we were running a little late. The theater that we went to gets crazy dark to the point where you can't see your hand in front of your face dark when the movie starts. (laughs) The movie had started with the prologue, and of course the screen was dark and the theater was dark. My mom whispers to me to just pick a seat and sit down real quick. Of course, this was before cell phones were really a thing, so I couldn't use the flashlight option and just had to pick blindly. Mm. I pick somewhere in the back and proceed to sit down. As I am sitting down, I notice I have sat directly in the middle of this older gentleman's lap. <laughs> he, he- yelps excuse me and i shoot up really quick and say i'm so sorry and run out of the aisle to find two seats on the opposite side my mom and i are just dying laughing through the entire prologue and when the movie ends we make sure to be a couple of the last people to leave so i don't have to face the man i sat on i'll never forget it thanks for reading look forward to a new episode larissa oh my that is God. hilarious
0: i mean I don't even know what that man was imagining when that happened. Like, I'm sure he didn't understand what was happening. Right. If it it was so dark and he literally just like, oh, somebody's just sat on me. Okay.
1: Also, I'm imagining like the deepest Star Wars nerd (laughs) who has been at this theater for an hour waiting for this movie to start is totally settled in. He, he took the day off to get away from his kids.
0: <laughs> I mean, I swear to God, I have done something. I won't say I've sat on somebody, but I have done things in the middle of the dark in a movie theater Like where I have, you know, stepped on somebody's foot or like, you know, accidentally knocked somebody, you know, whatever. And I'm always really forgiving of that kind of stuff because I'm like, okay, I get it. We're all in this dark movie theater. No big deal. But then it's like, you know how there are people out there that get fucking unbelievably bothered by shit like that? They're like, oh, my God, I can't fucking believe this woman sat on me. And then they go on social media and be like, this bitch fucking sat on me in the (laughs) movie theater. And you're just like. Calm down. Calm down. It's the dark. How is anybody knowing what the fuck is going on, right? I also
1: I also kind of, like when people get really upset when you're trying to get into the aisle and they've already sat down. And I'm like, if you could just calm down for five seconds, I could have been like sitting down in my seat by now. I just need you to move your legs a minute. I know there's like a whole... Um, curb your enthusiasm episode about that. I was there but, <laughs> totally, but like just move your legs. People are gonna sit near you in a movie theater, get used to it.
0: Yeah, I think that's kind of like really what it's about is that there are so many people that like go to in public spaces and demand like absolute perfection. Like they're just sort of like, Oh, I yes. can't be bothered. I don't want to be touched. I don't want to be anything. And I mean, I just think that's unrealistic, honestly. And even though I we had an episode where I just was saying that I had this like irrational um, thought that nobody should be sitting next to me in a movie theater right now because I'm like we're in covid. But even then, I'm just sort of like, yo, if you leave the house, you make a contract with the world. Yes. That's like I have to be around other people and that's the way it goes. Otherwise, don't leave the fucking house. Right.
1: Completely. And to to the point where I think instead of making everything more personalized, like, you know, those little helmets you can walk around in and like, you know, you can sit in your own little booth and watch your own little movie with just the person you're with. I think we go harder in the other direction and we start making people sit on strangers laps in movie theaters. <laughs> you get to pick your stranger. Larissa is going to head up the charge. Larissa is in charge of the whole program.
0: <laughs> Listen, now, I, I need to know how this is going to work. So the person that sits in the actual seat pays a price. One flat right. fee. The person who sits on the lap, discount? Free. Free? Free. Okay, free. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> I mean, could that get a little chaotic? Imagine people are oh, like, go, I want to go see this movie for free. I'll sit in someone's lap. I don't care.
1: Yeah, it's going to get chaotic. There's going to be lawsuits. <laughs> like You're going to have to do like a whole background check to keep creeps out. It will be so much more trouble than it's worth. But is it worth it to get people comfortable with the idea of being in public again? Just just a thought experiment. Just saying.
0: You are a chaos agent
1: to the bitter <laughs> core.
0: Like, you're just like, yo, let's create this system. We'll get Larissa to start it. People get to sit in lapse for free to go see a free movie. And the fallout, going to be terrible, but whatever. I'll oh just set
1: the pieces in, yeah. in place and then I'll just let everybody else duke it out. Let them let figure it out. <laughs> and if, I was, if I was a teenager, I would, I would see every movie for free. I'd be like, I don't yeah. care who you are. I'd bring a whole bag of stuff. Like I've got a pillow, a padded pillow that I can sit on so I'm not feeling any boners or fingers. <laughs> I've got deodorant spray. I'm going for it. Like I'm going to make sure this is, it's free. I'm doing it. Chaos Agent full effect. Let's try it.
0: <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. It's like I remember when I was like in college, I used to take my student loan money and buy tickets to go to New York.
1: <laughs> oh, totally. I bought a fucking right. tattoo with my student loan money.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So back in the day, um, AirTran, which yep. used to be value jet. Gen- I don't even know if AirTran's still around. Um Basically, they used to do this thing called X-Ferris, which meant like if you were in college or under a certain age, you could fly standby for like 50 bucks. (gasps) The problem is, is that you had to get there pretty much the night before and like wait out the flights. So essentially, like you could get the $50 ticket once everybody on the plane has already sat down and get their and you get their ticket and then you would have to wait. And if for whatever reason that flight was booked, you had to wait for the next flight. So. Me and April, my friend April, we used to literally sleep at the airport on the floor to like every wait Thursday. to get on these fucking standby flights because we were so fucking cheap. We didn't want to spend any money. I can imagine this is the same situation where, uh, we yeah. like, you know, 19 years old or like, I really just want to go see goddamn the new A24 movie. I yeah. guess I'm just going to have to sit in some crazy boner lap, um, <laughs> you know. To do it like he's basically you accept so little at that age just to do something for free
1: right 100 and it's going to be like people lining up outside like they're lining up for a concert because <laughs> i think there should also be an extra added bonus where you pay for your seat but you can pay extra if you don't want someone sitting in your lap so like let's say your ticket is 15 bucks you give me 25 bucks and you don't have anyone sitting in your lap
0: See, you need to be on the board of Uber.
1: OK, you really know how to do these like upsell things. Goddamn chaos agents. All it takes is you just introduce the worst possible idea and then you just like keep adding levels to make it manageable. Ah. <laughs> That's so how you make much your money. You're
0: at a certain level, you're paying like two hundred dollars to see a movie because you just don't want to fuck with any inconvenience. Completely.
1: Right? completely if you want to live in a world where you're on your own and nobody bothers you guess what billionaires now you got to pay for it <laughs> get down here with the rest of us otherwise someone's sitting on your fucking lap yeah larissa larissa <laughs> we got a new job for you hit us up oh my
0: god thank you for writing us now we've we've spun this into a business idea um you want me to read this next one yeah okay Ooh, this one's meaty. <laughs> um, this one is from Delaney, whose um, pronouns are she and her. Um, that's a great name, Delaney. Yeah. Let's see. Dear Millie and Danielle, I just wanted to express my thanks for your amazing podcast. I have finally caught up on it after a friend recommended it to me with the claim that I would love their thoughts on Jack Torrance being a fuckboy spoiler alert she was very right (laughs) i wanted to thank y'all for your humor and intelligence and cleverness when it comes to movies your episodes have gotten me through many nights of working on developing my syllabus for the first year of teaching and have led to my watch list growing with almost every episode thank you for being the amazing funny and awe-inspiring women that you are um i am also adding to this email my love for your Kingsman: the secret service episode While I am not really able to afford an ongoing Stitcher premium status, I am keeping it for as long as I can to ensure that I can listen to that episode whenever possible. Danielle's bringing up of how this film has had a hold on a person is beyond accurate. When this film came out, I was a senior in high school and during its entire theater run and eventual move to second run at our smaller local theater, I saw Kingsman a total of 21 times. Yes! I have written... Yeah. (laughs) Wow. I have written several essays on the topic, some of which were adapted to video for classes and presentations. I adore this movie for so many reasons, a number of which y'all touched on. I agree that the final scene is awful, (laughs) and I don't think necessarily the post credit scene of Eggsy marrying Harry really makes up for it. But I can still never stop recommending this movie to people. I could talk nonstop about how it queers the spy film genre, from Eggsy being depicted as having more character traits aligned with the traditional Bond girl to Valentine and Gazelle being displayed as equals and villain characters that genuinely believe what they're doing is right to Harry while being portrayed as the traditional Bond protagonist— being heavily queer-coded by both films. The second movie, wow. And Colin Firth himself. If you two ever watch or talk about Kingsman, the Golden Circle, I will be so beyond excited to listen. I've dug into that film from my analytical work as well and can't stop talking about how they did Agent Whiskey so dirty and Pedro Pascal, for that matter, given Vaughn's initial plan to have him be the Agent Tequila, which is a lot to unpack. And how Poppy was initially a way scarier villain in the original cut script. Anyway, I'll boil this down to another thank you for giving your listeners call me by a bruv. It was such a treat and I am so pumped to keep listening. Have an amazing week. Delaney. Wow.
1: That email was a dissertation unto itself and I am so (laughs) grateful for it. Delaney, you're teaching, (laughs) you're, you're developing your first syllabus. It is so hard to be a teacher to try to afford things like Stitcher Premium. Call Me By Your Bruv was such a fun episode to record. And I do think that it brings a lot of deep, this kind of deep analytical thought out of people because I think she's completely correct that it queers the the traditional spy movie genre. And um, I don't think you've seen the the second one, The Golden Circle, even though your boy Chan Chan Tate Tates is in it.
0: I know every, every time I I go to try to... Watch that movie. I'm like, come on,
1: Chatty Tates. (laughs) And Pedro Pascal, who, listen, I just rewatched Game of Thrones because I'm in that kind of anxiety spiral with um, the way the world is right now, Mm -hmm. that I just have to watch things I've already watched so I can just zone out. (laughs) Like, if I'm not watching movies for this podcast, I'm just watching things I've already watched.
0: Okay, so here's where I admit another fucking gap in my pop culture knowledge i have never seen game of thrones Mm. to the degree which if somebody was on game of thrones and is now like a super fucking famous movie star i have no idea who they are so you're telling me that pedro pascal was on game of thrones let me tell you
1: he was on narcos he's been in a bunch of stuff but i believe that that the game of thrones season that he was on Kickstarted his career into hyperdrive. Like that is oh, why really? he is everywhere now, okay. and he is so hot in that episode. And he's just so hot in that season. He's like this totally bi, like sexual prince guy, mm, <laughs> bisexual like, prince. He's, like he's just really hot in that whole series. And get this: so last week, a friend of mine posted a picture on the Instagrams. He's an actor, and he tagged me in it because it was like a picture of like my book and all this kind of stuff. Pedro Pascal likes the picture. I completely (gasps) forgot that they acted in something together and they know each other. And instantly I texted him and I'm like, where's that hookup? Okay. I
0: just Googled him.
1: Yeah. He is hot as fuck. Horny lady medicine show. Here we are. Every time it just devolves into this, but we can't help it.
0: He kind of looks like Diego Luna's like older brother. Yes. Which I am here for a thousand fucking percent. Um, okay.
1: I'm in Narcos seems like my thing, right? I've never seen Narcos either. Oh, so you're starting with Narcos and then you're going to watch game of Thrones. Even if you just watch his season and you don't know what's going on in the whole series, you'll be fine.
0: (laughs) I I also see that he's in the Mandalorian, which I will probably not watch. Got to be honest. You know, my, you know, my track record with anything relating to star Wars. Oh yeah. Or Marvel. (laughs) Oh, Not, but <laughs> Narcos is, could be my thing, because it's like a drug
1: crime yes. thingy <laughs> drama. It's like a heady drama. I think you're going to like Narcos. He's And he's just a phenomenal actor. And I instantly, horny lady medicine show, as soon as I saw that he liked it, I was <laughs> like, yo, where's the hookup? And my friend just texted back, he is a millionaire. <laughs> <laughs> millionaire. <laughs> like, I'm not even going to try it. <laughs> like, fuck off. Listen. Get away from all my friends. Ugh. Oh my God.
0: Well, listen, I'm I'm down. Um also too, uh Delaney, giving a little bit of like context and insight to the Kingsman, the Secret Service. Franchise? Is it a franchise? Two, yeah. Um, you said that it turned into video. Where is it? Where's the video? Can we watch it? Because you know, if you want to teach me what about what that movie is if you want to tell me what happened in that final scene or your interpretation of it i'll watch that youtube video i'll go to your lecture we'll bring you on the show you can do a whole episode yeah sign me up man (laughs) i need to be taught
1: about confusing movies sometimes and so there we go Um, i would love that i would love for someone who's like really good at breaking down sci-fi to come on the show
0: please you know i would love that although you do such a great job i mean you really um make it digestible because a lot of times i'm like uh
1: sometimes you just have to talk about ruth nega's pants to make space (laughs) enjoyable
0: (laughs) some people go up to space and they worry about like atmosphere and air quality i'm like what's up with the outfits i need to know about the pants um
1: Yeah, I'm just I'm basic like that. I'm a basic sci-fi person, right? It's the best way to be. It's how you get into sci-fi. Like what is happening? And you just pick a topic. You're like, what's going on with that? And then, boom, you're into sci-fi before you know it.
0: There we go. There we go.
1: I'm going to read this next email because when I read this, I just laughed so hard so hard so this email is from kelly and kelly says hi so when i was a young child i decided to take advantage of my dad's tendency to fall asleep immediately to get him to take me to see the south park movie (laughs) true to form he fell asleep in the first five minutes while the whole town sang a cutesy disney-esque tune and i got to stay and watch the whole very r-rated movie (laughs) I'm still a little amazed that he didn't figure it out until we got home and my mom found out and got mad. (laughs) Thanks for the wonderful show and congrats on the new house, Kelly. Thank you, Kelly. This made me laugh so hard because I love taking advantage of the knowledge that your dad is going to fall asleep in a movie. I love that.
0: Kelly is also a chaos agent, Um, basically like the best move ever. Right. If if only I had that problem. Well, first of all, I could never get my dad to
1: actually go
0: to movies in a theater.
1: It is truly diabolical. And I just love it. (laughs) I love that someone was that diabolical and they're like, let's go see this cartoon. And he's like, "Okay, snooze. Oh, my God. I'm watching these cartoons say fuck and shit and piss and singing songs about wild things.
0: Dude, such such a great move. Hats off to you, Kelly. Thank Thanks you. Thanks for writing. Um, speaking of falling asleep, here's another email we got um, from Jennifer. It's another short and sweet. Hello, ladies. Not only did I fall asleep during Twister, possibly the loudest film ever made, but I was on a first date at the time. Yay, me. And no, I was not asked to go on a second date. Thank you, <laughs> Jennifer. <laughs> uh falling asleep on a date is so fucking funny
1: (laughs) look you gotta be you and if they can't handle you at your falling asleep in a movie theater then they don't deserve (laughs) you falling asleep into a bowl of soup at dinner (laughs) like you got to be yourself i think that's great you're like look this is what you're getting into if you're someone who's upset that i'm gonna fall asleep into some movies then move it along Listen,
0: I, I have actually been fallen asleep on in my life by somebody I was dating. And at the time I was fucking super pissed. But now I'm like, oh, duh. Do you know me? I talk so much. Oh, and um, sometimes people are just fucking tired from the day. They don't yeah. want to hear me talk about the fucking plot points for Dante's peak. Like,
1: I get, <laughs> you know. And again, move it along. You don't want to be with that person. So peace. Yeah. But now you know that because of the falling asleep. I think that's a. I think you dodged several bad dates maybe with this person. I'm just going to say I'm going to go out on a limb and say this person was not worth your time. And uh, I'm glad you didn't go on that second date because this is absolutely hilarious that you fell asleep during Twister, which is definitely the loudest movie.
0: It's like the whole thing we talked about in the episode with the white noise. I think yep. it is just like white noise to a certain degree. Like something is very loud and jarring. You're just like, hmm, this is kind of like, I got like a little sleep machine sitting in front of me. But honestly, you know what would have been like the best meet cute is if both of you fell asleep during Twister. I mean, Aww. marry that person
1: immediately. Oh, that would be cute. And especially if you weren't on a date and you were just strangers and you just like conked heads and fell asleep in the theater. <laughs> Better than you've got mail. I drooled on a stranger during a movie. That's the movie I'm writing. Oh, my
0: God. I love nothing more than a screwball comedy-esque conking of heads. (laughs) (laughs) My favorite thing. Oh, Oh my God. The, The sleep train keeps rolling. It keeps rolling. We got this incredible email from Courtney from Wisconsin. Yes. Which has its own font. And it's it's got its own format. This is fucking great. Okay, it starts off with I mean, this feels like a term paper, (laughs) a brief excerpt of movies I've fallen asleep to in the theater. Number one, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre from 2006. Number two, Cars 2 from 2011. Number three, The Right from 2011. Number four, The Ides of March from 2011. Let me ask you about 2011, Courtney. Did you have like a narcolepsy that year why did you fall asleep for three movies in 2011 what is going on there um 2011 was not your year i have to say and number five the accountant from 2016 and then they go on to write i will turn 31 in october so you do the math i've been an old woman since i was a child cries into the tissue i had up my sleeve i hear you Glad to have the opportunity to write in. It gives me the chance to share how much I look forward to the podcast every week because while I absolutely love the movie talk, I stay for everything else. Listening to the two of you is truly a bomb for my soul. When I put you on, it's like I found my cool older sister weirdo soulmates. I most sincerely mean that as a compliment. Thank you for your vulnerability, your wisdom, your insights, your goofiness, your wit, and your heart. With love, Courtney from Wisconsin. PS, give me the spoilers cuz you know I'm not making it through the whole movie.
1: <laughs> Good oh, lord. Oh, thank you, Courtney. I don't know why of that whole list, Cars 2 is making me laugh the most. <laughs> 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 And that's right after the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, just so you can see the disparity of films that Courtney will fall asleep to. It is killing. It's so funny. But here's Thank the you. thing about this numbered list. OK,
0: is it organized
1: based on like how
0: hard you slept? So, like, <laughs> did you sleep fucking huge z's during the texas chainsaw massacre remake and then cars 2 you were like well i was awake for maybe like 10 minutes but for the rest of it i was fucking (laughs) conked out like i'm just curious the ranking because it's not chronological no it's it seems to me like is it from the most ridiculous to the least ridiculous i guess i'm confused but i love it i love the thought experiment right
1: i i just love thinking about when you have that many movies that you've fallen asleep, that you've fallen asleep in front of, um, is there like a certain point where you can't make it? Like 20 minutes into every movie, I'm out? Or is it like, <laughs> it depends, like you said, on the, on the ranking of the film, that maybe you'll make it five minutes into The, the Accountant, but you'll make it 25 or 30 minutes into The Ides of March. <laughs> I love it. Courtney, you're the best. And we're not going to give you spoilers. You're just going to have to look up that, w- that Wikipedia.
0: Well, you know, and I was thinking about this the other day, too, because we actually did spoil the Lost Boys, which I yes. feel very good about because everybody see the Lost Boys for the most part. And if anybody is going to take us to task for ruining the Lost Boys, we can we can just hash it out in person at this point, because I'm just <laughs> like, come on. Um, that movie, everyone's seen that movie for the most part. But um, I do still feel very weird about the spoilers thing. I mean, it yeah. just it feels like. I don't know. I feel like you got to leave a little something for somebody. And yes, you know, and, as, and I always talk about this with the older movies, too, where I'm like, no, you guys got to watch this shit. I'm not giving this away for you. You know,
1: that's how I feel for the most part, that most of the movies we discuss, we want you to watch them. Yeah. Like we, we hope that one day you will watch them. And it's easier to not spoil a movie and leave that option for people who actually want to see it than it is to spoil it and hope that people will still watch the movie knowing what happens. Because here's the thing. If you want movie spoilers, they're out there for you. You can find out what happens at the end.
0: Yeah. Wikipedia usually gives spoilers. So it's like, yeah, just Wikipedia it. But yeah, I don't know what it is. And I think it's because I I think it's because a lot of people write to us and say that they don't really like movies or they haven't really enjoyed (laughs) movies so there's this moment where like well what the fuck i'm not no cliff notes for you danielle wasn't out here spoiling shit because you know so you can then go to like a dinner party and act really
1: (laughs) smart you big fakers Oh God, we watch the movies, watch the movies. We do get a lot of email from people who are like, I don't watch any movies ever. I love your podcast. And I'm like, how? It's <laughs> <I didn't> want- <laughs> you. Actually,
0: that's Thank the reason you. why they're here is because they love you and they love no, Chauncey they love and you. they love the vibe, right? I Which is great. That's a great thing. But you know.
1: I think they love I- us and it is, it is great, but it's also like, huh? <laughs> like, yeah. We put a lot of thought into these movies. <laughs> we want you to watch them. <laughs>
0: I know. And like that's what I think is ultimately the moral dilemma for us is that we're yes. like, OK, if y'all ain't out here watching movies and we're just spoiling them for you, then, you know, that's given you that's like cheating. That's like, yes, we're that's like we're taking you to the movies, knowing that you're going to fall asleep within the first five minutes <laughs> so we can watch South Park uncut. Right. Like. <laughs> That's the situation we're in. So that's why we don't really do it. I mean, you know, it depends on the film, of course, but at the same time, we're just feeling weird about it. So that's that. You must experience the unknown at some point. That's how I feel.
1: And there we have the title of our episode. Let's change the name (laughs) of the show to experience the unknown.
0: (laughs) I mean... Uh, Listen, I'm the type of person that hates fucking surprises. Normally, I hate pranks. I hate surprise birthday parties. I hate all that stuff. But I'm never in the moment where I'm just like, well, I just now I just need to be constantly shielded from any potential unknown situation. Um, To me, it's like it doesn't matter. Part of the joy of living is wondering if a movie is good or not, I guess, you know, so figure it out for yourself. We are chaos agents. We sit on a lap
1: and watch a movie you've never seen before, heard about or read anything about and just be surprised. Right. Sit on a lap. (laughs) This next email is there's I I was, again, rolling from one part in particular, but this whole email is very funny. Um, Dear Millie and Danielle, my falling asleep in the theater story might not be as interesting as most, but mine was during Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part One. I haven't rewatched the movie since seeing it in theaters, so my recollection of the plot is flimsy at best. In fact, the only thing I really remember is falling asleep while Potter wanders the forest while trying to summon his special ghost deer. <laughs> falling asleep during a movie I haven't seen before is practically unheard of for me, especially as I've gotten older. Falling asleep during a movie I know well happens all the time. Hmm. Hmm i don't understand that sentence but there it is um sometimes if my brain won't shut up i'll turn on john wick and clock right out Mm. so when i felt myself getting drowsy during harry potter i tried to fight it but it turns out watching a bunch of british kids with zero survival skills living in the (laughs) forest without a shovel to bury their poop is the ultimate sleep aid the next thing i know it's a completely different scene It had to have been a good 10 minutes or so in movie time. A freaking week has gone by for these kids and they're still in the woods. I was (laughs) like, oh, I fell asleep. Better not let that happen again. I might miss something important. About 10 minutes later, I fall asleep again. When I came to these three bastards were still in the woods. (laughs) Bastards. (laughs) The cycle repeats itself a third time. When I wake up this time, I say out loud, how are they still in the fucking woods? (laughs) Several heads turn to me with expressions that I can only assume were contempt. I sink into the busted ass chair I'm sitting in and stay awake for whatever was left of the movie. I don't remember much about the movie as a whole, but I felt like I got the gist. There was no need to revisit it as I didn't feel lost through part two. Oh, and that little elf dude gets stabbed at the end. Thanks for the great podcast, Les. Speaking of spoilers. Hey,
0: I've actually never seen this movie and I appreciated that, weirdly enough. I was like, oh, now I'm gonna watch it and an elf gets stabbed?
1: Fuck yeah i lost it as how are they still in the fucking woods like just waking up and being like what how are they still in the fucking woods and that they have no survival skills (laughs) it's like
0: the the woods episode i mean it's just that thing where you're like why would you ever go into the forest completely
1: completely oh that was this made me laugh so hard thank you les les sorry thank you les um, um I also love calling the characters from Harry Potter three bastards.
0: <laughs> three bastards. That's what they should have named re- like rename <laughs> rename Harry Potter the entire
1: franchise. <laughs> three <laughs> best these three bastards. Uh, the amusement park. <laughs> <laughs> I don't- Every single one of the twenty movies that <laughs> came out for that franchise—if they called it "These Three Bastards," <laughs> these three pa- these three bastards, and the Sorcerer's Stone—I'm <laughs> like, I'm like crying, laughing. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh,
0: I haven't laughed that hard
1: in so long. Uh, (laughs) Especially if you haven't watched the movie. You're just like. Like, I'm just picturing the actors under a <laughs> banner that just says, These three bastards. <laughs> three bastards. Like, just like rename all the books,
0: <laughs> rename the ride at Disney World or whatever the fuck it is. Just called
1: Three Bastards. <laughs> you, take, you take your kids to Three Bastards <laughs> the amusement park. <laughs> What'd you do this summer? We went to Three oh. Bastards and had some butter beer oh my god i truly am wiping tears from my eyes you're watching oh this right oh my god Oh, completely i'm like weeping uh holy shit i feel shit. like that's that's a good one to end on if we have enough if yeah we have. that is
0: truly the best laugh i've had in a long time and oh as you know goodness. we laugh constantly on this fucking podcast so <laughs> holy shit
1: this is why we are so grateful that you write into us. Keep your stories coming. Keep your, your weird movie experiences, falling asleep in the movies, just anything movie related that you want to tell us. Have you tricked your parents? Into letting you see a movie that you were absolutely not supposed to be watching at home or in the theater. Uh, definitely. If you've rented back in the day when you were renting movies, do you have any weird stories about video stores? We just did an episode not too long ago about video stores. Um, just send us all your stories.
0: Also like, again, I, I solicited this on one of the regular episodes on the, in the main feed. But if you worked in a movie theater, I would kill to know if you had any weird shit happen. Um, If you were the manager of a movie theater and you had to fire an employee for sitting in someone's lap during a Star Wars film, if something like if you if you were sweeping up a a, a movie theater that had just let out and found like a toe or something. I don't know. Just tell us. We want to know. And. I I swear like these bonus episodes. First of all, we thank everybody for so much um, being a sister premium subscriber. It means so much to us that you would want to kick in a little extra money <laughs> to listen to us talk about three bastards. But um, <laughs> but they're fun because we can just kind of like read stuff, relax. They're very stripped down, which we I
1: know we appreciate Danielle and I.
0: Um, totally. but if you want to email us, we're at,
1: I saw what you did pod at gmail.com.
0: That's right. What are your thoughts on getting mail through social media?
1: N- like getting some, like, um, when people comment,
0: their yes, comments or DMS.
1: No, cause I don't want to track that stuff. Say I don't either. And that's the thing is
0: I think people sometimes throw this stuff into a comment or like yes. we'll send us in a DM or do something like that and we're like it doesn't count. You got to send it to the email address because we don't really monitor that stuff.
1: We're so, only checking the email for your stories because again, yeah. also you might post something on social media and not want us to read it on the show. Whereas if you send us an email, it's implicitly, um, you know, understood that we might read it on the show. So I think even legally we can't just pull from your comments.
0: Right. So send us an email. I saw what you did at gmail.com. Do not comment. No, I'm kidding. Um, comment <laughs> if you want. We just won't read it. Um, because yeah. I will say that somebody on Twitter was like somebody at Twitter, like tweeted at me and was like, hey, I thought I sent you guys an email about, you know, it was this whole thing. Where it was like, I sent you an email about my movie theater experience and, you know, you haven't read it. And I'm like, we just started doing this. So let's yeah. let's be sensible. However, I went to the email Or I went to our email and looked for it and it wasn't there. And I'm like, you know what? I bet they commented and Mm. does not count. Doesn't count.
1: Also, we're not going to we get a lot of email. We're not going to read every single email. Yeah, I'm so sorry. And we have no criteria for what makes it on the show or doesn't make it on the show. It's just whatever hits at that moment that we think we want to read. Yeah. So just, you know, keep sending it in or keep, you know just send us different stories. Try again. We'll get to, we'll get to most of these eventually, but we get a lot of email. We've only got like an hour. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so we might not read it, but we're going to try. Experience the unknown. Experience, Experience the, unknown. the unknown people. I feel like you belong. Like we need a, a cartoon image of you like floating on a cushion with some kind of halo of light around you. <laughs> and you're doing like the cross-legged, like a yoga pose and just experience the unknown
0: maybe that is the ending to white lotus is a listener of
1: our podcast
0: on a pillow floating into the sky
1: (laughs) surprise we just wrote the ending of your show mike white get at us (laughs) 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 oh my god well this as always a blast a blast danielle
0: (laughs) love you so much
1: thank you everybody love you too thanks for listening y'all bye This has been an Exactly Right production. Our producer is Alexis Amorosi, our engineer is Annalise Nelson, our theme songs by Tom Bryfogle. artwork by Garrett Ross, our executive producers are Georgia Hardstark, Karen Kilgareth, and Danielle Kramer. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at I Saw Pod, email us at I Saw What You Did Pod at Gmail, and please don't forget to listen, subscribe, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you listen.